Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. In studio, of course, we have John Katsimatidis. We have uh, former Republican State GOP Chair Ed Cox. We also have Governor Pataki. Notice I don't want to say former because I wish you were still the governor. Um, on the line with us right now, we have Vincent Vallelong. He's the president of the Sergeant Benevolent Association. Welcome to Cats at Night. Thanks. How are you? We are great. So tell us about your endorsement of Congressman Lee Zeldin for governor of New York. Well, I can tell you that it was a it was a pretty uh, long process. We went back and forth with my board, and you know we met with Lee and we met with Allison a couple of times, probably about three or four times. And I, I listen. I have a responsibility to my membership, and more so to the people of New York City and to the state, uh, and to keep my guys safe and to keep the citizens safe. And I'm terrified for what's going on on exactly what it is that's going on today with crime across this city and the politicians across this state are not doing anything to correct this, including the governor. You couldn't be more correct. There was another story just uh, the other day. A 25-year-old man was pushed from behind by an emotionally disturbed individual. Thank God he's okay. Some bystanders helped him, but he had a big gash on his head. The guy that pushed him had 43 arrests. He's now in Bellevue. I mean, how frustrating is this? We have laws in place, and yet somehow, some way, we can't get these people the help that they need. Who has to die before the politicians wake up, specifically those in Albany, that we need to get emotionally disturbed or people that are repeat offenders off the streets and let the cops do their jobs? Well, you know, the, you ask the question is who it is that has to get hurt. I, I would hope it would never be anybody. But it seems as if it would have to be somebody that is very close to some of these politicians. Yeah. Because they because they clearly clearly do not care about the average citizen or the tourist coming into this into this city or this state at all. I mean, it, it, I, it, it it's amazing to me how they do not see what is going on to this city right now. And there is no way to correct this unless bail reform is changed, unless the governor steps in, which she hasn't this whole time and changes policy or puts or actually puts a little pressure on the Congress, on the people up in up in Albany to change policy. I mean, it's bail, bail reform is is basically the bane of what it is that's going on right now. Vince, this is George Pataki. First, thank you for what you and your members do. We're, we're doing great, uh, but except except I feel like you. I'm very, very distraught about the direction of the city and state. Um, you're absolutely right. We have to change the bail law. We have to change so many of the other laws. Uh, and the politicians, I think, know what they did is wrong. They just are so trapped in this political correctness. They need more pressure, uh, and that's what... John and WABC and all of us are trying to do is tell them, you know, it's wrong. Now change it. Uh, in the meantime, one of the big issues is how do you keep the morale in the police department up? Your members go out there, risk their lives, arrest people. And two hours later, they're out on the street. Is there anything you can do? Or is there anything the public can do uh, until these laws get changed to help your members understand how appreciated they are despite their frustration? Mr. Governor, I'll be very honest with you. It's I don't I don't know if it can be corrected right away. I mean, we are running with minimum staffing. Or, or there's there there is nobody wants to take this job, and the people that are out there. I mean, our guys on the street day in and day out. It, it, this is like night after night after night. I mean, there there's no relief in sight. Um, the only way this is going to change is if, is if they actually change the way the system works. And the district attorneys across this city. 
are not doing their job. And, and that's the bottom line. And what people don't realize is that everything stems from what happens within the DA's office. If they do not prosecute these crimes, these individuals are put back out on the street. They are emboldened. It, 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 takes, a, it takes away from, from our, uh, not our commitment, but it takes away from, you know, why are we doing our job? Why, why are we locking people up for petty crimes when they're out the next day and they throw it in your face? It, it, it makes no sense at all. Uh, Vincent, I don't know if you were listening before, but we were interviewing David Suarez, the Albany County District Attorney, and he was telling us that he is asking the legislature to come back for a special session and make bail reform the number one priority. He's a self-proclaimed lifelong Democrat progressive. And he said, I mean, the, the majority of the victims are people of color and he's tired of seeing these people die. He's also tired of seeing teenagers being the killers and being killed. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I guess I'm sharing in your frustration how the other DAs don't have the courage to stand up and do what is right. Well, maybe maybe these other district attorneys should actually go back out into the street and not not so, not to witness the crimes, but to talk to the mothers in in a lot of these communities and sit down and say what what is what's going on here, and they will get an earful on how they are scared for their children just being able to go to school. We have we have gang problems that that are running rampant. You have you have uh, attacks on people on the street. These aren't even just like being punched in the face. You're talking about individuals that are beating people down. You've seen what happened in in the subway station in JFK. Yes, that's happening all over the place. We we shouldn't be living in fear. We pay taxes in order to get something back, and they're not giving us anything back. All, all that New Yorkers want to be is they want to be safe. They want to be able to send their kids down the subways. They want to be able to go to work and not uh, and not be scared. They want to be able to go to dinner at night outside and walk back home. And right now, they can't do it. Curtis Lee was telling me that his sources were telling him that at the funeral for that EMT woman, 61 years old, that died, that she was stabbed to death horrifically in the middle of the day. Her parents, elderly, both in wheelchairs, gave an earful to Mayor Adams as well as Letitia James. And they and they said to the mother specifically said to Mayor Adams, you were in law enforcement for decades. You know what to do. But at this point, I feel like Mayor Adams knows what to do. But he, too, is being handcuffed by the radical left, but he needs to have the courage to call out Kathy Hochul and to call out these people that seem to be putting their party, that allegiance, before the actual people. I'll tell you that anything that is done right now going forward from up in Albany is will be clearly looked at as nothing more than just to save their own tails when it comes to a vote come in November. Because where were they this whole time? Where were they? Where were they all these years when the parole board was letting out cop killers on the street? They're all part of this. They've been part of what, what it is that, is that has transpired. And now they don't like that they woke up and the city has become what it has. Well, well thank you so much, Vincent Vallelong, the president of the Sergeant's Benevolent Association. I just want you to know we here at WABC, we back the blue. We're going to also have our back the blue day soon, right, John? Yes, absolutely. And uh, Sergeant, keep speaking out because somebody has to speak out. And thank you for speaking out. Thank you very much. Have a, have a good night. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. 
depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.